What's up? Hey, happy Friday. Recording this on Friday? Friday morning from my bedroom. Just about to get a workout in. And uh, if you're new to The Shaleen Show, I don't normally record on my iPhone, except on Fridays. And I'm closing doors and I'm in my bedroom and not in my podcast room because we have someone who has incredible, impeccable hearing, (laughs) who, when I'm in my podcast room, likes to sit just outside the podcast room and can hear everything that I'm saying. And that person would be my father-in-law, Bob, who has Alzheimer's, and he might get mentioned in this episode. So I thought it would be best to record from my phone. I regularly do this on Fridays. I often do it from my car. Today, I'm just going to like kind of whip through all the things that have happened this last couple of weeks. If this is the first episode you've ever caught of The Shaleen Show, this is something I do on Fridays. It's very casual. It's like I'm just you know chatting with my friends here. If you're looking for episodes where there's a takeaway, specific tips, very applicable to your life, that would be Mondays and Wednesdays episodes. Not to say that this stuff isn't applicable to your life. I think we can all relate by talking to our girlfriends and hopefully I can be that girlfriend for you. All right, let's get to it. Speaking of girlfriends, let's start with girlfriend talk. So I did some upkeep on my face this week. I like to be very open about that. You know, I, I don't have any shame in it. So if you don't like it, that's cool. I don't need to hear about it because, you know, you're, you're not in charge of my face. Uh, I am. Here's my take on it. I don't want a different face. I want my same face. I don't want people to go like, whoa, oh, what'd you do? And I know some people really do change their face, which is cool. Like go, go for it if that makes you comfortable. I, I mean, there's quite a few famous models who've like, you know, their chins are longer, or their eyes have been lifted, like, you know, and they're really young. I'm just not here to tell anyone what they should or shouldn't do. I'm just telling you, me personally, I don't want to look different. I'm trying to look the same. And as you age, like everything falls. And when I say everything, I mean, like, forget everything starts to head south. And I you know, my mentor is Dolly Parton. I love that she lifts it, tucks it, sucks it, and makes no bones about it. I love that she wears all the wigs, all that stuff. I think that's great. More power to her. And I've also loved that she's always been very transparent about that. Why not, right? So I like to be transparent too. Certainly not that extreme. Again, my goal is to just, phrase I like to say is I want to keep my face in place. So as we age, you lose volume like around your temples which is weird. You know, like I've never looked in the mirror and thought, wow, I'm, I'm really looking shallow at my temples. I've never thought that. And I've never thought about volume in my face, right? But if you look at older photos of yourself when you were younger and then look in the mirror, you might think to yourself like, I don't know what it is. Like what's, I do that sometimes. I'll be like, well, what is different? And yeah, like your face just has more volume in it. In fact, somebody recently said, because I was posting old photos of myself from college and they're like, oh, you had a nose job. I'm like, I, I didn't. I, and I would tell you if I did, I just think your face is just puffier when you're younger. It's just fuller, right? And so I'm like, yeah, my nose does look different. And I also do all the stupid, like, you know, what do you call it? Highlighting. And I don't know why I do that because I don't care. My nose is not an issue for me. I love that people have like cute, big, I love a big nose. I love a crooked nose. Like I, I love variety when it comes to noses. So whatever. Anyways, my point is this. You just look in the mirror and you you wouldn't notice that, but I went to Dr. K, who you have heard on my show many times. She's like our resident cosmetic surgeon. 
She's a master injector. And listen, we've, I'm in Orange County. There's plenty of cosmetic surgeons here in Orange County. I drive an hour and a half. I know it doesn't sound like a big deal, but an hour and a half in traffic up to Pasadena for her to do my injections because I've tried like a bunch of people in Orange County and, and it just doesn't look right. I think it's because she's my age and she's a woman and she's like an artist at this. And so I can go to her and she will say like, what's the goal? Like, what are you, what are you trying to accomplish here? I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to walk out and just look like I did um, a month of phenomenal sleep. She's like, okay, gotcha. So here's what you need to do. And then she'll make suggestions. And so I wouldn't have known to add like a little bit of filler at my temples. Anyways, I posted a photo to my IG stories. You know what I'll do? This is on Friday. I'll post it to my feed so it doesn't go away. I'll post a before and after photo. And you can tell it's like very subtle. So she did that like around my temples, like at my temples and then like kind of the tops of my cheekbones. And that kind of pulls your face upward and just very subtle, very, very subtle, I think, in my opinion. And then I had her do a little bit under my eyes, which, you know, that kind of freaked me out, the thought of it. I've done a lot of research on that and it turned out beautiful. I didn't bruise at all. That's insane. I was swollen a little bit on day two. And then I had her do a little bit in my lips, specifically on one side, I am lopsided. My bottom lip is because I had this habit of like sucking in my lip on that side. And it's just over time, it's getting more and more pronounced. And I've been having to try to fix it with my lip liner. And so I just had her put some extra filler there. Very subtle. I have the same lips. They're just even on one side. Anyways, my point is this. I freaking love it. I love it. I'm so happy because I don't look different, but I just, I'm like, oh yes, I've got an easier palette to work with. I look, my face is kind of back in place. It's very subtle. How often do I do this? Once a year. I probably would do it more often, but I just, I always forget. I don't have time, but it also lasts for like 12 to 18 months. So that's good. Like, you know, that's good for me. Uh, Botox, I probably do every six months. Yeah, probably every, no, yeah, probably every six months. Yeah, that's about right. I think about doing it like every three months. I think to myself, oh, I could probably use a little more Botox, but I don't care if my forehead wrinkles a little. I don't care about that. I don't get Botox around my eyes because, and a lot of people do, and I think that's awesome. But for me, I feel like it changes my smile. I feel kind of like a deadpan face. And one time I got a little bit of Botox around my mouth because uh, the doctor said, you know, you're whatever, you're getting like wrinkles around your mouth from the way that you speak or like, you know, the habits, the facial things that I do when I'm thinking, I have these bad habits. So I got a little bit of Botox around my lips and it was awful. (laughs) I couldn't smile. I couldn't use a straw. It was so weird. I was like, what have I done? I just did not look like myself. It went away really, really fast. Like after like two weeks, it went back to normal. Thank God. Because you use your mouth so much, right? So you're going to blow through it pretty fast. But for two weeks, I'm like, I don't think anyone else noticed. But every time I went to smile, I'm like, who is this? I think it's, it was so strange. Anyways, how do you find a good person to do your injections? Ask around, go on Yelp, read reviews, be really careful. Don't just look at before and after photos because your doctor is not going to post the horrible ones. Yelp reviews are like one, I think, one of the best ways you could find a great injector. And then ask your girlfriends and remember you get what you pay for, right? So that's why I am willing to 
she's not like super duper expensive. I've definitely gone to people who are like way more expensive. She's worth every single freaking penny. And no, this is not a paid sponsored ad for Dr. K. I just, I love her. I just think she's amazing. And I'm so happy I found her. But you do get what you pay for. That's my take on that. Okay, speaking of faces, a lot of you have been asking. Now I sound like an influencer. A lot of you have been asking, but like legitimately, I did get a lot of DMs this week, especially after talking about doing fillers from those of you who are like, I'm not comfortable with doing that. Is there, what else can I do? Like what skin products are you using? Is there any other, aside from creams, is there something that's more, you know, I'm going to see better results. Like I, I've got wrinkles and I, the creams are great. My skin is, you know, nice and moist and plump, but I know I'm losing collagen. I, what else can I do? So I reached out to my friends at Trophy Skin. You guys know I've talked about them a whole bunch because I discovered they've got these really cool tools. That's what I would call them that normally you can only get from your, like an esthetician. So they have, this is what I want to tell you about. They have a product called the Rejuvitone MD and it is like getting a facelift well, it's not as extreme as getting a facelift, but it creates an improvement in your facial tone and all of your wrinkles in your face and your neck by using microcurrent technology. So it's like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's, it's not painful at all. You feel this instant lifting effect. It can be noticeable after your very first treatment. It's like an EMS microcurrent. I mean, I can't explain the technology, but it is pretty cool. It's FDA cleared. And it's a proven technology. So this isn't like a gimmicky thing. And normally, just like to do one treatment at the spa, you'd have to spend a couple hundred dollars. So they created basically the home version of the same machine for under 200 bucks. Plus, as a listener of the show, you'll get another 30% off. I love them. So Trophy Skin, these guys are awesome. Go to their site. It's just like it sounds, T-R-O-P-H-Y-S-K-I-N, trophyskin.com. Of course, my husband's starting the shower like right in the middle of me recording this. Now we can't hear him. Go to trophyskin.com, T-R-O-P-H-Y-S-K-I-N.com and you enter the code LIFER. That's gonna give you 30% off. They've got a bunch of great products. I've talked about a couple of the other ones that I use too. I also use like if you wanna like microdermabrasion at home, get their Ultra Derm MD machine. These things are awesome, you guys. And with 30% off, it's amazing. If you're not sure, they've got a little quiz when you land on their site that will help you figure out what you need. Again, 30% off for being a lifer. Go to trophyskin.com. What else is going on? Okay, you guys, you have to promise me you will not say anything. Pinky promise. If anyone speaks on this, I will find you and I will cut you. And I'm not kidding. Okay, so you know that my son got engaged in December, Christmas Eve. His fiance's name is Taylor. They're adorable and super cute and living their best life. And they have set their wedding date for September 2020. No, sorry. (laughs) I'm so ADHD. They've set their date for September 2022. That's kind of like hard to say. 2020, wait, 2022. See, try saying it. Go ahead. It's weird. Anyways, my daughter's boyfriend recently came to us and told us that he would like to ask for Sierra's hand in marriage. Okay. First of all, I need to start a Patreon. How am I going to be paying for two weddings in a year? Right. And I know what you're thinking. Wow. Isn't your daughter pretty young? She's 21. 
and Brock is 24. And these two kids, I, I knew both of them would get married really young. I just knew it. I was positive of it. And what do I think about it? I think it's great. It's fine. Here's what I know. I know my daughter has found her soulmate. I know it. I, the first day I met him, I'm like, oh, he was here for five minutes. I pulled my husband aside. I go, oh, that's her future husband. So, you know, and she's the most impatient person I've ever met in my life. When she wants something, she needs it right now. And you better get out of her way. She will bulldoze through you. And I think she's known from the moment she laid eyes on him, which she did at a coffee house. It's kind of cute story. She knew like, oh, this is the guy. And he, he was like not into her for a while. I think she stalked him for like six months, she kept going to this coffee house and like sitting there for hours. It's kind of a funny story. If you know Sierra, you know this about her. When she has her mindset on something, look out. She will, like a dog with a bone, not drop it, not let go, obsess on it until it happens. And she just manifests some pretty cool things. Anyways, so is she young? Yup. He's older though. He's 25 and comes from a wonderful family. I love his family. They're so solid. That makes me feel great. And marriage is a very sacred vow. And he is a Christian. He uh, went to theology school. Uh, he's just thoughtful and I just couldn't be happier. And so this is going to be happening soon. I'll say that. You'll be first to know. Okay, but don't say anything. I don't want to get back to her. Like she obviously knows like because they've been talking about it and stuff, but I just don't think she knows it's happening like any minute. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so there's that. And then, then there's uh, the Bob scenario. Let's see, what's going on with Bob lately? <sighs> what would I say? Um, you know, we, we do this every week where we're like, is he declining? Is he declining? Like, I, I wonder if other families do this where you're, you look at little things and you're like, is this a bad day or is this a decline? And he's been doing like some peculiar things. Like he puts on his, he, you know, we have masks like all over the house because, you know, he always forgets. So there's just masks everywhere. And, and he always forgets when we go into stores, he doesn't like to put them on, but suddenly he's been like wearing them in the house. Like I came home the other day and he was just sitting there on the couch. Brett had gone to the gym. Bob can be by himself, but not for too long. But I walked back in the house and there he was just sitting there on the couch with like his hands on his knees and with a mask on, just looking, watching TV with a mask on. You try not to laugh. And so that was one peculiar incident. And then he, you know, came downstairs with his underwear pulled up over the outside of his pants. And that's a little peculiar. And so the question is, because he's got, like, he's aware that things aren't right. He just isn't quite sure what's wrong, if that makes sense. You get the sense that he's like, something's not right here, but I don't know what it is. And sometimes he'll even say that to you. He's like, I, I don't know what happened. You know what I mean? And so I just try to find a really dignified way of saying like, oh, hey, um, you know what? If it's more comfortable, you could just take the mask off because you don't even need to wear it inside the house. You know, I try not to make a big deal or like he's got shorts on or underwear or whatever pulled over his pants. I'll just go, you know what? I think you might be more comfortable if we just took one of those layers off and, and he'll always be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, great. So there's that. But in terms of like, I don't, I don't know. We're still really struggling with the sleep, majorly struggling. I just don't understand. I'd love to know what it is about the brain because this is so common with Alzheimer's patients. They just can't sleep, don't sleep. I don't know what that is. It's so peculiar. I, I wish there was a way to 
study what's going on in the brain that causes people to do that because every Alzheimer's caregiver I know says that's also their struggle. He continues to just be the sweetest, most thoughtful person. Uh, if you haven't been watching my Instagram stories, you should, or sorry, I've done a couple of like IG reels and IGTVs with Bob that are just, they're so funny. Like this is a funny one that happened last week. He was like, Hey, come outside with me. I'm like, okay. So I go outside with him. He goes, I, I, I'm real lucky. I found this before anybody else. Come here, come here. And he pulls me over and he points at like the dog took a, you know what, in the front yard. And he points at, it, he goes, your husband did this. I'm like, <laughs> you know, you just want to die laughing. But then I also am thinking this moment, oh, he's serious. So I said, you know what? I think that could be the dog. And he goes, uh, no. And he's serious as a heart attack. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure. I don't think Brett did this in front of our house. I could be wrong. He goes, well, let's go ask him. So you have to see it because we then, I'm like, you're right. Let's go ask him. So we went inside the house and we confronted Brett. And Brett's response is hysterical. Me just thinking about it right now, I feel you'll just die laughing. It's so funny. You have to watch that IGTV. And, uh, you know, like that's kind of a little peculiar. So he's doing well. Another kind of strange thing. And I mention these things because I know some of you are Alzheimer's caregivers. And so it's kind of interesting for me to say these things and then you give me feedback. But people keep saying like, oh, Bob's lost weight. Bob's lost weight. But he hasn't. He's actually gained a few pounds. Not a lot, but he's just, you know, gained a few pounds since living here. And we just feed him constantly a high fat diet. But Quite a few people mentioned that, and I notice his face looks thinner and gaunt and very dark around the eyes, and I assume that's a sleep issue, but he, it's not like he's gotten a lot less sleep recently, but he just has this really deep, hollowed-out look, and I think that's why people have been saying, have you lost weight? Um, and I, I guess that's just part of the disease. I'm wondering if it's the disease or if it's the chronic struggle to get sleep. I don't know, but don't like that because it just kind of changes his appearance a little bit. And it's, it's a sad look. I hate this disease so much. I hate this disease. (sighs) And I am like learning a lot about Alzheimer's and like the day-to-day of it through TikTok. Isn't that crazy? So just search Alzheimer's on TikTok and look at the top posts. And you, then I just started following like a bunch of caregivers who kind of like document the journey. And man, it's, it's just been so helpful. Like I can't even tell you how helpful those, those videos have been because there's just like little things where I see like, they're like, oh, they installed a, a sensor that turns off the water on every faucet and they installed a sensor that flushes the toilet and just so many cool little solutions that I don't think they necessarily created the video for that reason, but then when you watch it and you see different caregivers coming up with different solutions, it's so inspirational and so helpful. And that's one of the really, really positives of social media. I know I did a couple of episodes this week about the negatives of social media, but I have nothing but nothing but positive experiences when I'm on TikTok. And I very carefully curate my experience when I'm on Instagram. I don't look at the stuff that takes me away from my focus. At least I try not to. I'm not perfect. And I try not to spend a lot of time just scrolling. I really have an intention and that is to connect with you guys in my DMs. Thank you so much. And again, thank you for everyone who commented on Monday's episode and Wednesday's episode. Just really cool that 
those episodes really helped you to just make sense of your own thoughts and maybe confirm things you were already thinking. And and Wednesday's up, and that that one was kind of like about what's going on in the culture wars right now. And then on Wednesday's episode was just some things I'm like, you know, maybe maybe you need to hear this. So I've been getting so many of you sharing that podcast on Instagram and tagging me, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. So a lot of times I'll like leave you guys voicemail messages just so you know. Hate to say this, but I I like to leave you guys voicemail messages when you Instagram me. I, I don't always do it, but sometimes I do. But try not to leave me one back. Because it's, I can't play them. If Bob's in the room, I can't play them because he always thinks it's uh, a family member. And then he'll be like, oh, is that so-and-so? And he'll like kind of try to grab the phone. So if it's a female voice. So thank you for typing out your response. I really do appreciate that. Listen, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. You mean the world to me. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.